It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. World Obesity Day is today, 4th of March. It's a unified day of action calling for a cohesive cross-sector response to the obesity crisis. Obesity is now classed as a disease. And that's the point at which I'll bring in Bernadette Keenan, who's from the Irish Coalition for People Living with Obesity. It's classed as a, as a disease, Bernadette. When, when, was that, when was that classification agreed? Good morning. Hi, sorry, good morning, PJ, and thanks for having me on first. Um, it was actually classified by the WHO in 1948, as far back as that. Really? Yeah, but most people don't realize that. Um, different countries, in the meantime, have classified it at different times. Mm. Um, and obviously, the classification is all important to pointing out that exactly this is a disease and this is why it needs certain forms of treatment, you know. Mm. Now, I guess there's a difference between carrying a few spare pounds, which I certainly do, and and having the condition of obesity. There's a huge difference there, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. Um, If we look at the diet and exercise world, you know, that would work for somebody who carries a few extra pounds. That doesn't work for somebody who lives with overweight that's becoming obesity or lives with obesity Um, and in actual fact it can actually heighten stigma more Mm. because eat less move more does not work for obesity Mm. and this has been proven time and again by researchers and the scientists involved in providing care they realize this at this stage there are a lot of I suppose primary health care physicians out there, nurses who may not realize that yet, but that's because they actually haven't had the education in obesity. And it's not normally provided to undergrads in the medical world. Mm. You know, so, um, and all this can heighten bias, stigma, you know, towards people and even people who love their friends, who love their family members who are living with obesity can approach it in the wrong way without meaning to because they think they're doing the best. I think that's very important, Bernadette, that you made that point. Yeah. Um, you know, if you if you meet someone you haven't seen for a long time, 
and you say, oh God, you've, you've, you've lost weight. We're being told now we shouldn't even say these things. We shouldn't comment at all on whether a person looks well or doesn't look well or has changed. We should just keep these thoughts to ourselves. Would you agree with that? It's a very fine line because obviously people like being compliment, complimented and it makes them feel good. But the other side of that is with obesity, it's lifelong disease. So if you happen to reduce weight at some stage, your body is always trying to get back to the highest it's ever been. So if you get these compliments when you've lost weight, then when you start regaining, it just heightens the internalized stigma even more so, you know. Um, and this is why it's so important to realize that it is kind of, it is such a fine line between complimenting somebody and making somebody feel worse at another time in their life. Or there's the other side of that, as in, you know, okay, maybe I'm different now, maybe I'm acceptable now. Does that mean I was unacceptable? Mm. Mm. You know? Yeah. So how do we help those around us? Because First of all, how many people in Ireland would be classed as having the, the, the disease of obesity? Well, there's 60% of people in Ireland are living with overweight and obesity. Right. You know, I mean, that's quite astounding, really. 20% mm. of children are living with overweight and obesity in this country. Um, predominantly, it's in the more deprived areas. And obviously, with prices rising for food, you know, the basics, that's not going to help any of this. Also, again, if you allow for the deprived areas, you don't have the facilities, the safe facilities for children to kind of exercise safely as you might do in other areas, you mm. know. Mm. Um, but how you approach it, in actual fact, if because we at ICPO, we have an online site, which is icpobesity.org. And on there... There's a lot of information. And even, you know, if you want to kind of email and ask for support to talk to your family member, to your friend about it, you know, that the addresses are there. Um, and we also actually run, on like, online support meetings, which we found... Originally, we were running meetings in person. But then during the pandemic, in a way... It was a bonus for the fact of support meetings because we started running them online, which meant that we could, more people could attend, mm. obviously, you know. Um, and those support meetings are just about people with lived experiences giving their side, um, what works for them, or if they're having a difficult time, you know. Mm. Somebody else might have been there and might be able to say, well, yeah, but this is what can happen, you know. Yeah. You, you mentioned there when I asked you about the numbers of people involved, Bernadette, you said that there's a percentage of overweight obesity. There is a line, I take it, or is there? There is. Between um, just being, if you want, regularly overweight, like the person carrying the few pounds or the extra stone they could do without. There's a difference, isn't there? There's a line in the sand where that becomes or has become obesity, where the disease of obesity has started. So, do we define that line? Well, BMI will define that line. Now, BMI isn't always the best 
Yeah, I thought I, I thought I thought we'd stopped dealing with BMI. I thought the credibility of BMI was gone out the window a couple of years ago. Well, people still use it, and a lot of uh, medical professionals will still use it. But now we're looking at adopting the Canadian form, which still uses BMI, but it also brings into account um, psychological care, um, earning potential. You know, because obviously discrimination can happen in the workplace with overweight and obesity um, because there's no law against that. There are kind of, obviously, for different diseases and different disabilities, but not for overweight and obesity, even though it is a disease all by itself. Um, But, yeah, the Canadian form of it brings a lot of quality of life into the equation mm. to basically figure out where somebody is. Yeah, that leads me to a question. Are you... If you're worried about yourself or a loved one, and again, I'm, I'm choosing my words as carefully as I can here now. Bernadette. It can be difficult. It can be. And, and to be honest, it has become more difficult, and, and I'm conscious of that. Yeah. But I'm saying, if, if your own weight or a loved one's weight is at the point where it is affecting lifestyle. That's yeah. when we should be worried. Is that a fair choice of words? It is, because obviously we know kind of that as a disease itself, it opens up to other non-communicable diseases, you know, diabetes, things like that. Yeah. So we do need to keep that in mind. Now, in a lot of cases at the moment, because of the knowledge of obesity and how difficult it can be to reduce the numbers on the scales. There are a lot of medical people now that are trying to simply aim at improving health. Yeah. So while, you know, eating less, moving more doesn't work for obesity, eating healthily and getting out there and getting some exercise can improve health. And that's all important as well. It's not necessarily about the numbers, as I said. Now, there are treatments out there which will help. Um, There are now medications coming online, which in a way proves just how much of a disease this is. Because if it works on the brain, then it has to be a disease, really, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where can people find out more about the work of World Obesity Day and the work of ICPO? Well, as I said, ICPO is icpobesity.org. World Obesity Day is actually all over Twitter today. So if you go in and just look up World Obesity Day, W-O-D, or Obesity Day Europe um, with the hashtags, you will find out so much because there's so much on there about stigma, about the physical side, you know, health, everything. Okay. All right, listen, thank you for being with us on The Opinion. It's Bernadette Keenan from the Irish Coalition of People Living with Obesity on World Obesity Day. I think that's kind of the the clincher, though. If your weight is affecting your lifestyle, then you may be, you may have obesity rather than just being overweight. Thank you for that, Bernadette. Quartz 96 FM.